A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the block, Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, those two games have just finished. We just recorded our live reaction to the Canberra Raiders win over the Melbourne Storm. Unreal, but the next game, fuck me. What an experience that was. One of the longest games I have ever watched. One of the most exciting. It was incredible. Before we do get stuck into that though, just a reminder that 8pm tomorrow, maybe tonight, depending on when you're listening, uh, Sunday the 11th of September at 8pm, we're dropping our Guru merchandise at at www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au. So you can go check it out there. We've got hats and T-shirts available there. You would have seen them on social media and across Bloke in a Bar and my content over the last few weeks. So if you'd like to get stuck into those, support me and whatnot, go and grab them. They're a pretty cool little kit there. But let's get stuck into that game. Far out. The Sharkies and the Cowboys. Said all week that I thought people were sort of underappreciating how good this game was going to be. I thought the Sharkies would get the Chockies here. I've been very high on them for a very long time and it got to full time and I sort of thought to myself my god whichever team loses this I think you can just about put the red sharpie through them this year because this game would have taken so much out of the tank devastating for the Sharkies but congratulations to the Cowboys what a season incredible stuff I had them having a good season and finishing 13th. They had a fantastic season. They finished third, and now they are one home win away from a grand final appearance. Unbelievable stuff. They will play the winner of the Parramatta Eels and the Canberra Raiders in North Queensland. Those two forward backs are going to absolutely belt the living shit out of each other, and the Cowboys are going to come off a week off at home. I would be shocked if the Cowboys aren't in the 2022 Grand Final with the way that it has played out. And I would have said the same about the Sharkies had they won tonight, to be honest with you. So I obviously tipped the Sharkies a number of weeks ago to make the Grand Final. Uh, so I was sort of cheering them on towards the back end of this game. But the Cowboys, what a victory, what a season. It has been unbelievable. A game that, to me, when I was watching it, because I, I think because we were so on the edge of our seats the entire time, I just thought, oh my God, so many errors. It's just who can make the most errors. Errors were 12 to 11, so not ideal, but not a fucking train wreck at the end of the day. I mean, it could have it been better, don't get me wrong, but it also could have been worse, considering they played 
for what, 95, 92 minutes or something. Uh, pretty crazy, and, and the conditions and everything insane. Uh, we said it during the week that for Cronulla, their biggest worry was their completion rate. They completed at 80%, so pretty damn good when you consider how much they threw the ball around and some of the tries they scored, etc. The Cowboys, they completed at 82%. We did say during the week that the Cowboys can just complete at a better percentage. It would go a long way to getting the W here, and wow, what a victory. Let's go through it. I... My notes are just absolutely scattered here. I haven't sort of sorted it all out because it was so much that happened. But I'll just take you through some of the key moments for me. The very first set, Ramian dropped the ball, and I thought, oh, my God, here we go. The Sharkies, they're going to do their same old shit. They're going to error their way out of this game. Panic stations. Tommy Gilbert, he scored the first try off a kick. A nice little meaty there. I thought the Cowboys early, they were winning the ruck. They had uh, heaps of guys in tackles. They were slowing it all down. They were doing very well. Cowboys on the front foot. Then Toby Rudolph. He had a pretty key drop ball later in the game. But here, Toby Rudolph, what a try. Now, to score a try like that in the finals, an incredible effort. To score a try like that over Jason Taumalolo, potentially the best forward our game has ever seen, who had a blinder, by the way, tonight. But, wow, Toby Rudolph, what a try it was. Sensational stuff. Uh, You had Nico Hines off the back of a heap of pressure built by the Cowboys. He found touch off a drop out, a sensational little nudge there. And then you had a great set play. We tipped Talakai to be a try scorer in this game. He crossed the stripe here. That combination between Matt Moylan and Nico Hines, it's like they've been playing together for years. I think we underappreciate how hard it is to throw passes completely blind at top pace when there's bodies in motions. The Sharkies, between Moylan and Nico Hines, fuck, they make it look easy. It's incredibly impressive. Talakai crossed over there. Uh, they managed to get an extra number there with Nico Hines coming from the blind spot. Worth watching that play again if you can go and watch the replay and just watch where Nico Hines he's just hovering in behind the ruck he hides himself really really well after that we have Scotty Drinkwater he had a massive kick return he burst onto the scene looked like uh, Nathan Blacklock in 99 just went straight through um, made really good meters there and then did and he scored a cracking try one of the best individual tries of the season from dummy half from about his own 40 45 maybe I'm sure every time Deedon tells the story it'll get further and further and further and I back it because what a try it was incredible stuff. Uh, we then had Taumalolo. He threw about a 30-meter cutout pass to Peter Hiku. What a ball. Incredible stuff. He can just do it all, Taumalolo. It's the one thing that I worried about in the preseason, whether he, he could add this sort of passing game. And it wasn't those sort of passes I was talking about. It's just the subtle ball playing I was worried about, which he's absolutely nailed this year. But then to be able to pull out a pass like that as well and just sense where the space is, it's it's something that we, we probably don't appreciate as much in players, just to know in a split second, summarize the entire field and know where there is space on the field. And Taumalolo, he did it in that instant. If that was a halfback that threw that, that ball, I talk about it just as much. Just incredible awareness to come up with that play in that moment. Got Peter Hiku one-on-one with Talakai. All week, I thought Talakai one-on-one with Hiku was going to be the worry. Peter Hiku, the old veteran, absolutely put it on uh, on Talakai. A classic little in and away. Burnt him, scored a great individual try. Unreal to see from Peter Hiku. I always think he's much older than what he is. I was actually shocked to see the other day. He's 29 years old. He's the same age as me. I thought he was 32, 33. So plenty of footy still left in Peter Hiku. And a great try, that one there. But the Taumalolo ball, incredible. Uh, we then had another one. Matty Moylan to Nico Hines out of a blind spot there. Very impressive. And then you had Mulatalo who found Kennedy on the inside. That was in the 37th minute 
minute. So that got it back to 18 all at half time. It was equal at half time. It was equal at full time. Unbelievable game. Uh, we came out in the second half. Nanai, Nanai gave away a penalty off a kick to bounced up. Just a little bit unlucky on Mulatalo there. Uh, the Sharkies came out well, though. They showed some really good kick pressure on Chatty Townsend. Um, and then there was a kick that Hines put in where he uh, he kicked it like 15 metres too short. He sort of put it too high rather than long. And it just changed this game so much. That's how close this one was, that if you just slightly mishit one kick, it changed the next three or four sets. These two teams, they were unbelievable. There was a kick a little bit later by Chatty Townsend where he put it in the corner. Absolutely Perfect, and then off the back of that, uh, Hines, he had to kick from like the 10-metre line. He kicked it out to Talakai. Talakai probably got away with a potential knock-on. I thought it went backwards, but they can call that one either way. The next play, he got charged down as well. So it was a huge few minutes for the Cowboys with Nico Hines coming up with three kicks. One that fell 15 metres short, gave field position to the Cowboys, put Chad Townsend in a perfect position to put a great little nudge in to put them under the pressure. Then he had to kick to get them out of their 10-metre. Then he got the ball charged down. So he, across those like three or four kicks where the Sharks put in three pretty average kicks and the and the Cowboys put in one really good kick, all of a sudden the Sharkies, they lost like 30 or 40 metres, and that's the battle of field position that can matter just so much. Um, yeah, what about the hands from... Valentine Holmes throughout the evening, unbelievable. He was he was very impressive. Set up a great little try there for Torlangi. And, of course, at that point, Craig Fitzgibbon, he pulled the trigger. Dale Finucan straight back on. And the next set, Reese Robson came up with a knock-on. And then Nico Hines, uh, I still think he was probably man of the match tonight, to be honest. I know he lost the game and whatnot, but I thought he was so impressive. I don't have his stats in front of me, but I would assume that Nico Hines must have had four. He might have even had five tries this off the dome. I'll just get that. Up, but he threw a brilliant little ball to Cam McInnes. It was a great line that he ran as well to Cam McInnes. Uh, he really has developed his game over the last few years. He used to be, as much as he was a great defender and we all love that, he used to be a pretty one-dimensional player. Uh, he's just taken to a new level. Four line break assists, three try assists for Matty, uh, for Nico Hines. Incredibly impressive. I thought he had four try assists, actually. I have to go back and have a look at that one. But a first-class game from him. And then a couple of minutes later, of course, he puts Will Kennedy over a great ball, but credit to Will Kennedy. What a line to run. Incredibly impressive. Incredibly brave. I thought he was great tonight, Will Kennedy. you got to remember that's his first game in, what is it, three, four, five weeks. It's been a while since we've seen Will Kennedy, so for him to come back and score two metres tonight and score that crucial try, very, very impressive. It sort of went tit for tat after that until Chad Townsend put in a perfect kick for Val Holmes in the in, in the in goals. Val Holmes is going to score for all money. You honestly couldn't have had a more perfect kick for that moment. The experience of Chad Townsend showing itself and you know it'd be great to score a try but personally I think getting the Sinbin was probably a bigger win for them and of course Connor Tracy comes in sort of had no choice uh, played at the man got Sinbin so all of a sudden you've got the Cronulla Sharks they were down to 12 players for the last nine minutes or so with the Cowboys starting to get a bit of momentum and geez the Sharkies were brave during that period they were so brave they did such a good job they got down to that very last set and then the play that we spoke about all week we spoke about uh, Chatty Townsend isolating Matt Moylan on Jeremiah Nanai. And, of course, Nanai, he runs the overs lines. And you had Jason Tamalolo coming under him. And he went straight through that gap that, that Moylan left because he was so focused on Nanai all game. Uh, so a cracking try there. Jason Tamalolo, what a performance. We're just going to get up his stats as well because... I think he played something like 83 minutes, Jason Tamalolo. Just going to get his stats up now because I don't want to discredit anything he did. Tamalolo, 83 minutes, one try, 
253 metres off 23 runs, so he's going for more than 10 metres per run. 101 post-contact metres. Unbelievable. One line break. He had seven tackle breaks. Wow. How many tackles did he make? Taumalolo got through another 41 tackles as well. Wow, what a performance from Jason Taumalolo. One of the best of his career, potentially the best of his career. Fuck, that is impressive. Wow, crazy from Jason Taumalolo. He, of course, scored that try on essentially the last play of the 80 minutes, and then Val Holmes stepped up and hit the goal, and I'm sure at that point he would have thought that was the most important two points that he would hit of the night. How wrong he was. We then went to extra time, five minutes each way. Both teams had their opportunities. In particular, Kyle Felt had a moment where he could have got up and won this game. He got very fucking close to it. He's a freak with that sort of stuff, Kyle Felt. Dropped it seven Tackle set. Didn't really come to much. The Cowboys had another opportunity later. Blake Braley put an absolute shot on. I forget who it was that he got, but it was a textbook shot exploding the ball out. Trevor Gilmeister sort of style. And then, of course. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We go to Golden Point, and the man that left the Sharkies a number of years ago, controversially, didn't return to there, returned to North Queensland instead, Valentine Holmes. Not only did he hit a one-pointer for shits and gigs, he hit a two-pointer. Unbelievable stuff. You all know that I am a big sucker for a good narrative, and this one doesn't get much better. Had a few Sharkies fans message me and say, what the fuck are you talking about? Good narrative. He left us. He should have come back. That's why it's a good narrative, because it creates controversy. We're going to talk about it this week. Val Holmes, what a moment for him. Ran about 60 metres back at Shark Park. The entire place devastated and him celebrating with his teammates. Unbelievable stuff. You look at the Sharkies next week, they're going to have to take on either the Roosters or the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Whoever wins that game tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I have no doubt whatsoever those two teams, they're going to beat the living crap out of each other. I think the poor old Sharkies, they're going to be exhausted next week. Absolutely exhausted. And then whichever of those three teams goes through, they get to play a well-rested Penrith Panthers. What a fucking reward that's going to be. Good God. This Sharkies pack, they're going to be exhausted next week, and so will either the Roosters or the South Sydney pack. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if if any of these three teams can compete by the time they get to the Penrith Panthers in two weeks' time. It's going to be very, very tough. We know that Golden Point, it takes a lot out of teams. They went to extra time, then Golden Point. 32-30, to the North Queensland Cowboys. What a moment in the history of the North Queensland Cowboys. They had a home final a number of years ago. I think it was 2004 or something along those lines. Or the first time they made the finals, 04. uh, And it was just unbelievable scenes up there. It's going to be crazy out there. New stadium and everything. Fuck. It is going to be wild. Cannot wait for that one in two weeks' time. Uh, We'll get stuck into the Roosters and Bunnies preview uh, in the morning. So that should be out by about 10 or 11. 
11 a.m. where we'll give our predictions, our same game multi for that game. And then we'll also have a little special on Cameron Smith, which we'll talk about. I know you're probably all sick of hearing about him, but that Melbourne game, fuck it, showed once again just how important Cameron Smith is and why his legacy continues to grow in retirement. Unbelievable stuff. Just a reminder again, guys, we've got Sunday night, 8 p.m., Rugby League Guru merchandise dropping for 2022. If you'd like to get involved in that, they'll be available at www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au. We've got the T-shirts that you've seen me wearing on Bloke and a Bar and in my content over the last few weeks and the hearts, which you can see on our Instagram page if you'd like to have a look at them. Pretty good value there. Uh, I've taken care of you. There's no doubt about that. So if you'd like to grab one of those on the website tomorrow night, tonight, whenever you listen to it, Sunday night, 8 p.m. after the Roosters v. Rabbitohs game. Make sure you're there at 8 p.m. to get stuck into them. Limited stock, so make sure you're quick. Cheers, Legends. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.